Hey, how's it going? Hello? Hey, how you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. Uh, how's your day been so far? Oh, it's been uh, so far so good, so far so good. Uh, just uh, did my regular day-to-day and uh, I did some part of my, my other job that I do, like, you know, uh, booking shows and stuff like that. I have some stuff that I'm working on. and So I, I got to take phone calls and all do work as I'm working. So it's kind of like I'm doing two different things at the same time. <laughs> yeah, I hear that. Now, how has COVID, like, affected you? Like, because uh, I'm pretty sure it's screwed over everybody, but, you know, you especially, you know? Right, yeah. COVID, it had a had a big impact on us. You know, of course, you know, it, the, the entire music industry pretty much got decimated. Um. You know, we had a uh, we had a lot of special shows like in the works. Actually, uh, we were having tours that we were getting ready to work on. Uh, you know, we we were going to be in Florida, in Nevada, California, uh, in Canada, over there in Toronto. I mean, all over Texas. So we were going to do some stuff in uh, New Orleans. I mean, we we uh, uh, it was uh, for Grindfest. I'm sorry, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So you know, we basically had dates, you know, all set up, and then you know, boom, COVID happened, and it was crazy. Like, uh, we were getting ready to do South by Southwest. And, oh wow! Yeah, and we had shows just you know ready to go because you know, like for us, you know, that's kind of like you know, like like kind of like our World Series in a way. Everybody looked for you know, to the, uh, the South by Southwest, you know what I mean? Cause that's, that's how you, 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 uh, a lot of or- stuff happens organically, you know what I mean? Out there, you know, and, uh, yeah. and then next thing you know it, boom, you know, and then everything just slowly just started coming down, coming down. And then, you know, but yeah, man, it's, it, it sucks because we had to, we had to rethink, on how we do things and so and that's when digital media came into play and we started doing the grind uh grind face, uh live on uh, twitch wow yeah that's what a lot of people are doing they're doing twitch they're doing uh uh zoom you know like a lot of uh the musical theater stuff is on zoom now uh they're recording it in empty theaters so yeah yeah, yeah, they're they're doing a lot of cool stuff. The uh, the one, I mean, the the one group that oh, I mean, I knew that they would do good. Like Space Yacht, their their live Twitch has you know been amazing. You know, they they get into these really big clubs and stuff, and you know, and they just doing the doing their thing, man. Like like as Space Yacht should. <laughs> oh, they're yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. Shout out to the boy Henry representing Space Yacht. <laughs> But, oh, yeah, uh, definitely. <laughs> yeah, 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 well, yeah. We we uh we actually had some stuff in the works with them that you did didn't get to happen because of COVID. And man, that was that's one show that we were looking forward to because man, we were gonna have it. Uh, where I one of the I forgot the name of it, but it's uh, at a uh, Skrillex club out there in Los Angeles. So yeah, you know, yeah. And for us, you know, we're like, holy crap, you know, we're stepping in, you know, holy land right here. Or does right. that, you know, so <laughs> you know, yeah. but it never got to happen, which is kind of sad, you know, it's just you know, it just it just really, really, really sucks, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well I feel like COVID was a good and bad thing, you know, it has right. 
ups and downs or more downs than ups, unfortunately. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, hopefully either by next month or, you know, at least by February, things will, you know, go back to normal. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what that's the way it's looking and everything, you know, it's just that it's and I understand, you know, people are very anxious, you know, they're ready to get out. People are ready to go out and dance and have a good time and see their friends and, you know, and uh, but we got to be oh, careful, yeah. I, you know, I, I, I'd, I'd hate to be you next year, man, because next year, everybody and their grandmother and their dog is gonna want to get out, so you're gonna be booking like crazy. I hope you don't. <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah, it, it, we can kind of already see it too, because like right now, where like our phone is like literally going off the hook from different clubs from all over, uh, all over the state right now, and they're like, "So when you guys ready? So when you guys ready?" And we're like, "Not yet. Just, just hold on. Like it, it's, it's <laughs> soon." It's soon, trust me. It's sooner than you think, you know. And and right now, like, uh, you know, we had a lot of time to reflect and think, and we just want to change things up. Uh, the company who I represent, I represent Nocturnal Waves. Uh, you know, we got I got a lot of the major players within the group because we uh, Nocturnal Waves throw, is the ones responsible for throwing Grindfest. Yeah. Uh, and so you know, we got the CEO uh, Adrian. He goes by Plurizard on social media and um we have allison and we have miguel nick nicholas but uh we call him nick <laughs> uh and uh and then we have a whole list of team you know and team you know that also help us out you know with with promotions and everything and you know we have a like an endless you know group of like artists who are just really really good like there, there's a lot of really good underground artists out there who a lot of people who don't know about and you know and uh one of the ones who we had on the team who's in my opinion starting to break out is uh louis j and yeah got, yeah yeah be on the lookout for them i mean they they just got uh put on a subsidia records uh, six visions label uh, then their uh, their other partner who they who they make music with is uh, Resurrect, and I, I think that kid is really very unappreciated. You know, so right now, like they just just wait until he breaks out, man, because I mean he's got that kid's very very special, man. He's got some good music. Uh, then you got Soundwreck that, that's on the team, and then you got Steve's Foreign Twins. Uh, I mean, there, there's, there, and then, you know, then we got Martyr from Arizona and he, yeah. he's really good too. Martyr, it, Martyr's got a lot of good, really, that I can't really get into, you know, specifics, I'm sorry. Uh, but Martyr's mm -hmm. actually got a lot of really good uh, known producers who are ready to collab with him already and stuff. And, uh, you know, uh, but one I can mention though is Bilo. Bilo's a really cool guy. Bilo's a homie. You know, Bilo's oh, out yeah. of Houston. Yeah, yeah, shout out to Bilo. But uh yeah, it's just uh yeah, he's a real cool cat, man. You know, he's he's always looking out for you know for the underdogs, man, you know, because he knows that's where it's at. Uh oh uh, yeah, and I love Grindfest. Let me tell you, like oh, thank you. I, I I was reborn at Grindfest. You know, <laughs> I, I did I, I did a lot of firsts at Grindfest, man. I, oh, I dropped ass at that Grindfest. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> you I know. seen it all. <laughs> 
Yeah, man, it's, it was legit. It was legit. So how did you come, first of all, how did you come up with the name Grime Fest? Well, actually, uh, I didn't join the company until about a year after. Um, mm-hmm. You see, the way it was, uh, Adrian and his uh, his boy, uh, well, it, it's, it's, it's all, it's all, it's a mutual all friend of ours. Uh, his name is Marcos, Mar- uh, Marcos Chavez. Him, Marco, and Miguel, they kind of all got together and they uh, had this idea of just putting together a show because they had a, like, there's artists out there who they all want to see. Like, oh, man, I wish such and such bring such and such, you know? And, you know, so they figured, you know what, why don't we try to do it, you know? And uh, they were just thinking, because, uh, like, you know, there's grime out in, like, you know, in Europe and everything, which the grime yeah. genre is completely, completely different. From from what the from what we are doing, you know what I mean. And we and don't get me wrong, we get we get uh, we used to get a lot of crap for it too. So, you know, so it's just like one of those things. Like, well, you know, we're just like, hey, it just sounds good, you know. It kind of rolls off the tongue, you know, and it looks and the logo looks dope, dope right. as hell too. So you know, so that I mean that, but now it's become like a uh, like an institution, like an underground institution in the state right here. You know, like people look forward to these crime fests. Like they know when you come to a grind fest, you're, you're like you're gonna either leave, you know, very very sore, or you know, just you're just gonna leave in shock, you know, from what you just experienced. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, you know, it, it, it's like it's it, it kind of reminds me of a dubstep church. Yeah, yeah, know? that's a good way to put it. Yeah, that's the way I, I like to look at it too. Y- 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 you know, you go to get, you know, rejuvenated, you know, baptized, you know, you might get slain in the spirit, you know. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It'll definitely move you. It'll definitely yeah, move you. Yeah, yeah. Now, now, I know you're a DJ, but you do so much. You are a lot, like, what do you consider yourself over, over everything? I'm a concert promoter. You know, I used to DJ. I just, I like, I know how to DJ and stuff. Like, I used to go out and DJ myself. And then, you know, then you started learn, learning this game, you know, like it's, you know, it's just, it's more than just DJing, you know, like it's the art of, you know, people like producing these, this music, you know, these beats and everything and putting them together and, you know, just however they stack it up and just, you know, put it out. It's, it's, you know, so it's kind of like when I learned that, like there's more to it than, than just, you know, getting behind the wheels. Then that's when I started understanding, you know, like why it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like there's rules into this. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, like, like there's a code, you know what I mean? And and uh, so, you know, for some reason, it, it, like being a concert promoter, it kind of fell into my lap, really, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I started doing I well, what happened was uh, I went to Middlelands. I went to Middlelands. Uh, it was this was this was a few years ago. It was an insomniac event, and uh, I went out there. And I had I had the time of my life, and I vibed with so many people. And then everybody and there was a Middlelands. I think it's still there though. There's a Middlelands uh, page, and people were just talking about like, man, I miss you all so much. And like everybody vibed out. Like, and I can tell you this right now. Anybody who's went to Middlelands, and to this day, we'll, we'll tell you that is one of the, or if not the best festival they've ever been to in their lives. 
and it, it and that's yeah. what changed my life because it's really what put me like like I was into EDM, but it really put me over the top of EDM like that. And then that's when I yeah, oh, yeah. then that's when I I met like Yoshi and I met Amber Allen, which is DJ TNA, you know, and then they kind of just brought me in where you were just show me how things are, are ran and stuff. But it's deep. but the thing about it is with me is like I'm the type of dude like if you show me something and I'm intrigued by it, I I, I put like 110 percent into it. Like I'll you know like I'll just I'll try to like master learning it. You know what I mean? And I'll just move forward, forward. You know, and just try to see what kind of connections I can make and anything. So in that process, that's when I met Xander. Uh, Xander is the guy he runs Prime, and pretty much he's the one who mm-hmm. does a lot of the uh, he, he does a lot of the, the prepping and everything. He he puts together uh, Wobble Land and uh, Lights on Night, and uh, yeah. yeah, and so I, I I met him and me and him were homies, and you know, and uh, and so you know, we we would just you know help out, and I used to throw shows on my own and stuff, and then he introduced me to Adrian from nocturnal waves and that's how pretty much i came into uh into nocturnal waves and when the whole grind fest team and then when i got there um i mean they already were 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 rolling you know what i mean they were full steam away you know and, yeah you who, know. who who did you say uh run uh lights all night again uh xander xander uh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. He's, a, he's a real cool dude real cool dude yeah yeah, he's from Toronto. Yeah, he's from Toronto. <laughs> yeah, now Lights All Night is another festival. Yes, that yes. will like uh, n- n- Lights All Night, um, uh, Grindfest Midlands. Have you ever been to uh, Wonderland? No, I have not, but I've heard so many things about it. I'm. Yeah, it w- w- Wonderland's pretty good too. It was actually my first. Uh, EDM festival that I had ever been to. Oh, nice. You know, so it was kind of cool. And you know how, like, they do the um, they do the fancy key thing where they mail you this, like, magical box and there's a key that you have to turn. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah, like yeah they really go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I meant Tomorrowland. Okay. I said Wonderland. <laughs> Shoot, I don't, <laughs> well, want, I I don't want to make it. Well, sure there's a Wonderland out there. I, I just forget... Uh... I'm probably I'm I'm just I can't think of uh, what exactly. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Disney don't play about that copyright and shit. I don't want Mickey to be knocking. Oh, yeah, I'm knocking on my door like, "Where's my money, bitch?" <laughs> you know, I don't want. Yeah, I don't want that. Oh. To but but yeah, um, Tomorrowland was definitely a great you know a great experience for me and I'm a huge fan. And have you ever like loved something deep down, but you didn't know you loved it, I guess, because yeah, I'm these kid and I was raised off of house music and uh, EDM is kind of like, you know, it's in the same ballpark as house, but like I have a major love for EDM and I hate myself for not going to enough EDM concerts and that's actually one of my goals for next year is to hit up more rave and EDM concerts yeah you know like for me uh throwing the grind fest I think uh I kind of take advantage of these shows you know what I mean like all like the greatness of them happening to me because I just get go so caught up like uh 
you know, like with, with doing work or whatever we need to do and stuff like that. So I, I, I told myself, you know, I'm going to stop and just like watch, actually watch the show and stuff sometimes too. They like enjoy it myself, you know. Definitely. You know, I mean, yeah. But, you know, work works work. <laughs> yeah. Now, what inspires you as an artist? As an artist, man, you know, honestly, it's just, you know, seeing people's faces, like their expressions and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, I love to see how people just really get, you know, get into it, you know, like, like when they're vibing, you know what I mean? I like, yeah. I love to see people vibe, you know, with all like with something that you had, that you, that you had something to do with. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and it's funny that yeah. that's what inspires you. Cause the art, the, like the definition of art is to provoke emotion. Like if you're playing a concert and everybody's just standing there like a bunch of fucking zombies, then you're doing something wrong. But like, if you, right. you know, playing a concert, like the, key the artist to provoke emotion somebody shouldn't go to grind fest in a bad mood and leave in that same mood you know you, right. it should change you make you feel something whether it's happy uh even sad or agitated just so you feel something you know yes yes so I'll also too when you know because you know when we do these shows we try to make grind fest like a safe environment and don't get me wrong yeah we have mosh pits and stuff at our shows and it gets kind of violent but I've seen it. I've seen it to a point too, where like where it gets too crazy, and then we have to get on to some people. Say, hey, we understand you want to have a good time, but let's just kind of tone it down. And then there's been other instances as well too, where you know you have to look out for for you know the women out there. You know, yeah, uh, yeah. make sure they're not getting sexually harassed, and which is unfortunately is kind of kind of common out there. You know, it's, it's really sad how much it happens. You know, and so like, in we kind of take our well, we do. We we take our we take great pride in the fact that we uh, create a show that sh- that tries to be as safe as possible, you know, for everyone to have fun, and that you know that we that you do matter to us because they all do. When we're out there, we go out and we'll we'll talk to people who we don't even know, and we'll just enter introduce ourselves. We just ask them, "Hey guys, you guys having a good time?" That that they go, "Yeah," and you know they look at us like, "Who the fuck is this?" And then really, it's just you know. And tell them like, oh, and then you just introduce yourself and just say, hey, you know, I'm this, I'm one of the curators for Grindfest, you know, just thank you guys, for, you know, we appreciate y'all coming out and hope you guys have a good time, you know, and man, and stuff, stuff like that, it goes a long ways, man, because people are like, wow, they really do fucking care, you know, you know, they're like, they're, they're making sure we're, we're having a good time, nice. you know, and that, yeah, nice. yeah. And, now, if you could promote anything, like if you could be a promoter for anything, what would it be? Would it be man just uh, just a concert promoter, man? Because like yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. But I mean, who's uh, who's concert? If you could promote any concert, oh, a con- like concert, I would want to promote. Yeah, and uh, and uh, everything's on the table. Maybe it's a concert that happened. Maybe it's like Fleetwood Mac or you know the Elvis, like Woodstock. Everything's on the table. So if you could pick, you got a time machine now. If you could pick. One oh, time machine. Yeah. Okay, now you're giving me a time you machine. Know, or or, or okay. maybe you uh, want to uh, stay in the present is your is your choice. Okay. If you want to okay. promote Billie Eilish or something, you can. But you know, <laughs> endless possibility of promoting which po- concert would you okay. do? I'll give you two. Okay, okay, I'll do two. Okay, now say okay. We were doing the present. I would and I almost had an opportunity at this too, but it just didn't happen. Uh, but uh, 
I, I wanted to promote the Suicide Boys show. Oh, uh, yeah. That I, I, I'm a big fan of their, their music. I think it's dope, you know, because I grew up around that old, you know, Triple Six. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's both legend. those, like, era, yeah, yeah, you know that, what I mean? That's, yeah, that's yeah, legendary yeah. right there. That's yeah, where it all began. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. See, I, I, I grew up all around that, you know, like, it's just, it was just, you know, being from the South, that's, it's, it's just all around you, you know, it's, it's culture, you know what I'm uh, saying? Yeah. So, <laughs> so, I had that, and then, uh, let me see, man, like, if I had one in the past, I had a time machine. I, I'm going to be real with you, it, I, I would say, uh, it's just two bands, I know you gave me one, but, like, it would either be the Deftones or Corn. Corn. Because those were like, yeah, those were like some of my two ultimate time favorite bands that I'll still, you know, jam out them all the way through to this day. Yeah, and it's funny because I was yeah. uh, I was interviewing uh, Yoshi, and he had no idea. But did you know all like the major singers from the seventies? They lived like they were neighbors. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah like crazy. Yeah, like Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, Mamas and the Papas, uh, Jim Morrison. Uh, I think it was called Canyon Cove or something. I was supposed to go to L.A. I was going to visit there, uh, go on a tour there before I, uh, you know, covered and everything. But yeah, they all yeah. lived in the same area, and it's funny because you knew like you just know they had jam sessions man you know they had jam sessions yeah yeah you know you know it's funny you mentioned that because that means you're talking about like Shep Gordon yeah stuff yeah super mensch I love me some Shep Gordon man like I told myself you know like I saw that uh documented that Mike Myers put, put together called uh super mensch and I just watched it and I was just like fascinating because i was just you know getting into the music industry at the time and i was like you know because i you know i managed uh, a couple artists myself and i just looked at it i was watching it and i was just amazed you know how like this guy was how honest he was you know and, and he just admitted like i didn't know a damn thing about the music industry and he got in and he learned it and you know he became very successful but the thing how is the way that a people are attached to him you know what i mean like like they feel like uh like whenever they're broken down and and just you know in pieces you know shep gordon is the one who can help you put you know get be put back together again yeah you know he 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 he, he like he just knows how to rewire you know, re do some rewiring and going on in your head. And stuff. Yeah, I'm because like I, I'm like, what I wouldn't give to be on a fly, uh, the fly on the wall during, you know, during that time. You know what I mean? Right. Because there's right. DJs that do jam sessions and they live hours away from each other. So you telling me <laughs> that some singers are just down the street and we're not meeting up for some, you know, LSD? Oh yeah, but, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, Definitely. I'm very sure. Yeah, it, it's it's crazy. Yeah, because like I, I and because uh, I think it was they're saying that Shep he managed all of them. He says, but what was so sad about it is like it's like yeah, they all just died. You know, he he said he felt like as a failure, but he just like he's 
drugs were just so bad. Well, well, well it's weird, and there's actually a conspiracy theory. Like, I was uh, going down that rabbit hole, because you know how it is when you're, like, bored and you get set on one thing on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Hypnotized yeah, my, yeah they- my, my boys, uh, Adrian and Nick and the team, man, they're, they're, they're huge on, like, on just trying to drop knowledge, you know, like on uh, the theories and everything, but they, they got some interesting points though on some on some of them, and it's kind of scary. Yeah, like say for instance, they all after each other, and they all have like uh, uh, they're all of their parents had military. They said that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They said. What? Wait. Wait. Same thing with Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, Jimi Hendrix's dad was a general. No way, for real. Yeah, all of their parents were in wow. the army at some point, or still there. And Janice Joplin. Yeah, and I think she's from Texas, wow. right? She went to Pinkston, I think. I'm not sure. I, you know, I I didn't even know that. To be yeah, honest, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I she's from Texas, and they were like, "Isn't it funny that they all had ties to the military? They all, you know, yeah. lived in the same place." And isn't it funny that, like, say, for instance, they all died one after another, one year apart, 27. And not only that, but, like, it, it, it they didn't have any uh, talent, some would argue. Like, Jim, like yeah. Jim Morrison, they were legendary. But, you know, compared to the singers today, they actually, you know, sucked, you know? So, so, right, so right. it's almost like, this uh, government agency was like, okay, let's get a group of people together to try and see if we can experiment with singers to control the masses. Because everybody said that the um, hippie was a failed government experiment. Like my mom grew up and uh, and she, she said the drug dealers. Yeah, my mom did too. Yeah, and she, and she said back then the drug dealers they, you know, wasn't wearing gold chains. They were wearing suits and they were hanging outside the schools and giving it free orange sunshine to the kids. And I was like, interesting. And, and all the hippies, they weren't like poor people. They were the rich kids that didn't want to deal with their racist parents anymore, you know? So, you know, and right. then it just like died out. So it, it's definitely interesting. There's definitely some room for, you know, exploring there, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I knew about Jim Morrison and his dad, you know what I mean? Yeah. But like, you know, I, I didn't know that about Jimi Hendrix and Janice Joplin. That's crazy. Yeah. Cause I know they're all part of the, the 27 club, you know, and all that. Yeah. And, and like Jimi Hendrix, his, death was like weird he was uh they said he died of alcohol poisoning but there was no alcohol in his system you know what i mean oh wow yeah it was almost like somebody like held ac- waterboarded alcohol you know on him and like he drowned because he didn't get enough air for people pouring it down his throat but there was no alcohol in his uh in the system, you know, that time. But yeah, conspiracy theories are like, they're so interesting, you know? They are, yeah, yeah. You can get, you can fall down a serious, serious rabbit hole, you know what I mean? Yeah. Now, as a promoter, uh, if you could give any advice to anybody that's listening that might want to be a promoter, what would it be? Uh, save your money. <laughs> save your money save your money for real like you know just you know like 
make sure that you when you do it, you know, don't don't go half-ass into it. And and believe me, you know, you're going to fall. You know what I mean? Because, you know, in order to have success, you got to fail sometimes. Oh, yeah. You know? And the thing about it is I always tell people, you know, and it's, you know, especially now, you know, if we do a show, we make sure that we meet up to COVID standards for what the state and the government is allowing us. So, you know, and then we make sure that we have like certain certifications and everything or that the club automatically is taking care of that and everything, you know, doing what they need to do. Um, but like I said, if you're going to throw a show now, yeah, just, just do it right, you know, like, and make sure that you're not putting anybody at risk, you know, all for the sake of fun, you know, because it's kind of, it's kind of selfish, you know, just, you know I mean? Because you never know, you know, you could bring it home and you have a loved one and, you know, and they could die, you know, and it's just, you you know, I, I, I'll be real with you, like. I had I had uh, contracted the COVID virus back at the end of May, beginning of June. Yeah, and uh, you know I went through the whole thing. It was weird. It was a weird experience. It took me about a month or two to fully recover because, like, and to this day, I can barely smell anything. Like, it, it's just I mean, luckily I could taste, you know, but you know, it was weird though because uh, you know. Like one day you wake up, you feel good. You're like, okay, I'm over this. And then the next day it brought you right back down again. You know, and you're just like, shit, you know, but, you know, got through it and everything, you know, quarantined and everything, did did what I was supposed to and, you know, and just did my thing and make sure that everyone else was okay. And then went back to work. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But uh, yeah, I can, yeah, I, but, I got COVID before it was cool. I got it uh last year like uh november ish and man no shit yeah it it was not fun at all i felt like i needed a witch doctor to you know exercise it out of me so you know i was talking in my sleep fever sky high yeah you know yeah i know what you mean man like yeah because like like i would just sleep in like my boxers man and just you know nothing on me fans just blowing you know just like oh man yeah and then a lot of times i just ended up staying at all hours in the night so i couldn't do it no more and just pass out you know yeah so how was it being a manager like uh what are some like t- marketing tips for talent because i always am interested uh it for myself personally uh to know right. like how could you like market yourself as an artist? How can you get your name out there more, more exposure? Like uh, how is advertising in the manager managerial world? Oh, um, I mean, like what, like best thing that we can do is, you know, like, like I said, find, find you like everything you need pretty much. Like, Find you the person who can do your who do you like do your like a promo package, like usually these kids now what they're doing is they're creating these little like fifteen second twenty second promo clips of like of a, a track with the build up and then as it's about to drop it'll cut off you know what I mean mm-hmm. or they'll or they'll give you just the drop part you know just depending on the genre it is and they give you a visual for it and then later on they'll drop it with the track and stuff you know whenever the the track so they'll they'll give out these teasers. 
you know, get get stuff like that. You know, try to, you know, tr- try to have a, like a, a release coming. You know, once a month if you can. Yes. And EDM, EDM is weird like that in my opinion because it's like, like when you'll see like 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 uh like with any other type of genre pretty much except for EDM, like if you're not dropping a, a new track like once a month or once every other month then that track is almost like it's considered old. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so you, you, it's kind of like, it's a very fast paced industry as far as that. So I, I would say, you know, just keeping up, you know, with doing that, you know, and then just try to send your, your tracks off to like, you know, uh, labels and everything, try to get them picked up. You know what I mean? Like, and, you know, don't doubt yourself that, you know, that you can't uh, get on labels and stuff, you know, because, like the worst thing they can tell you is no, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. And the thing also too, if they do tell you yes, you got to be willing to learn how to compromise. You know, in this business, you're going to learn that word very well. Compromise. You know what I mean? Because it it, it is what it is. Sometimes you just got to compromise in order to get ahead. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, and because you'll 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 have these labels sometimes, and they'll ask you. We love this track, but in the middle of such and such part, can you change this to this? You know what I mean? And as and some people they'll you know they'll get all butt hurt, and they'll be like, "Oh, how dare they do that shit?" You know, I'm like, an hey, artist. I'm, these guys are yeah, 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 for, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm an artist. Yeah, exactly. About my shit, okay. Like that series, such a slap in the face, you know. And it's just like, like no, like listen, just do it. Just make the change. And you'll be on, then you'll get the release because you're opening yourself up to new listeners. You know what I mean? And then, like, and then that intrigues people to check out your social media, you know, and everything. And also, too, you know, you got to keep your social media game up. You just can't have Instagram and not have Twitter. You know what I mean? And like Facebook. And there's a lot of that. You know what I mean? You got to have it all, really, because, you know, you're going to, you need to make sure you're in touch with your fans like like i'll give you an example al ross al ross is the best sell promo guy you will ever see in the damn game in my opinion i love me some al ross he's a cool ass dude yeah man yeah yeah shout out to al ross for real we've had him for like a couple of grind fests and man and he's always been a real treat dude you know what i mean he's a real nice guy uh but man that man has everything he has twitter instagram Facebook, Snapchat, TikTok, you know, and he's on top of it all, bro. I mean, and he's just, you know, and but the thing about it is why people love him so much because it's his vibe, man. You know, he just he just gives you this real calm, peaceful vibe, man. And it's just it's it's a uh, contagious, I guess you can say, you know. Yeah. So then that's why people lean towards him and stuff, and they. Love watching his social media because you know he's also a funny guy too. So yeah, yeah, definitely. And I'm I'm starting to be more active on social media. Somebody told me to get a TikTok. I was like, I don't know about all that, but <laughs> yeah, 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 I, I get it. You know, and but you know, in my as long as you have like the main three, it, which is you know, Twitter, Facebook, and yeah. Instagram. You know, what I mean, the, the, don't I, I, I think don't you should be good. Yeah, I, you know, though, but, you know, I, I, I'm i always on the fritz about Snapchat, I tell yeah. you that. <laughs> and, and, like, say, for instance, um, well, see, the key to Snapchat is don't post anything. 
And and I've learned yeah. that with uh with marketing, I've learned that if I want a lot of views, I will not because I barely get on there. The minute I post something, people are gonna go, "What he's posted? Well, it must be good because he rarely does." You know, let me see what this is. Uh, so that's okay. my uh, tactic for that. Is uh, I rarely post on there, and if I do post, it's something that I want to make sure you guys see. So yeah, that's my you know thing for that. <laughs> yeah. But 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 yeah, like you know, timing is everything when it comes to promoting. Uh, you can be a minute early or a minute late, and nobody will care. <laughs> you know, so you know, it's all about you know yeah. timing and you know promoting. Uh, I'm actually uh, taking a promoting class because it's not as simple as making a flyer and saying, "Hey, come to my show." You know, like yeah. Oh no, no, not at all, man. I mean, like. You know, in, in like, you know, you just have, and you're trying to, you don't want to be a dick, you know what I mean? And the thing about it is, it's like, there's always got to be a bad, bad guy in the group, you know, someone who you're like, hey, man, uh, you know, sometimes people are like, hey, you know, well, who's going to tell them, you know, like, because we have some promoters that they'll just, you know, it, they'll just, you know, like, they'll just ask for too much, like, sometimes. Like, we can give guest lists, which is a lot of times we can, then there's just sometimes we can't. Like, because it's just, uh, like, because the venue will be, like, in full capacity. So it's like, so we'll tell them, say, hey, man, you know, we can't do this. But then we'll reward them in other ways. You know what I mean? Like, you know, we'll, like, uh, like what I like to do is, like, I'll buy a bottle. You know what I mean? Like, because I'll, get, you know, I'll work with the club, so I'll get a good deal. And I'll be like, hey, we appreciate your hard work and stuff, you know. And a lot of times, you know, they they, they like that, you know what I mean? But, you know, a lot of other times they get it for free, you know what I mean? So it's it's kind of like it, it's a win-win for everybody, you know what I mean? Exactly, exactly. I mean, I feel like that's how, you know, that's how it should be. A lot of people, they get, you know, spoiled a lot. You know, they have a lot of demands, you know. Yeah, 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 they do. I think some people just get comfortable, but, you know, but, you know, is this, you just got to learn how to put your foot down, unfortunately, but, you know, but in that, you know, everybody knows, you know, we love each other and everything, and we do care about them, and we appreciate everything that they all do for us, and, yeah, you know, because a lot, you know, if it wasn't for them, you know, we, it wouldn't be what it is, you know. Exactly, so, exactly. You know, we're very, very grateful for them, trust me, we are. We are. It's just there's just you know. It's just sometimes there's just times and places where we can't. You know, that's all it is. Yeah. You know, and and then and then I've been called the Ari Gold of the group. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Uh, I'm a, yeah. I just. You know. <laughs> now, now, now let me ask you this. Now let me ask you this. And I know this is something you shouldn't ask anybody in the EDM world, but I gotta ask it. Where do you see EDM being in like three years? Oh crap. You know, I mean, honestly, like Wow, that's a hard one right there. <laughs> well, cause like it's just Right now with COVID, it's just like just so unpredictable right now, you know. But a lot, a lot of my friends think that you know we're gonna get back, we're gonna get back to doing things. Um, you know, in my opinion, there's certain genres that I like to see come back. You know, like 
uh, you know, I might get some hate for this, but you know, I don't care. Uh, I like to see some uh, good old hard house coming back. Oh, it, it, if house comes, yeah, that's gonna be my new. That club is gonna be my new house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, for real. You know what I mean? And then you know, I like to see some trap music come back, some future bass. I like that. I I, I think it's great. I like medicine. You know, I you know, I think he's wonderful. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, <laughs> you know, like shit. I I love trap music. You know, shit. I. I just love to hear some of that come back again a little bit, you know. I know it's evolved a lot. Um, that's one thing I like to see, uh, you know. And uh, I just like to see dubstep getting more respect than what it kind of it does right now in some ways, you know. There's so many subgenres to dubstep now; it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but. Um, but definitely, man, you know, I just, I don't know, it's, but that, that's all the only thing I could see, you know what I mean, as far as that, that, I mean, that's what I hope to happen, but, you know, just, I don't know, we'll see, man, because, like, EDM is, to me, it's it's kind of, like, pretty unpredictable and stuff, you know what really? I mean? Really, yeah. It's like, you just never know what's going to happen. Now, man. if you could open up for, yeah, any, when, if you could open up for anybody, who would it be? Open up for anybody? Yeah. Oh shit! Uh, I mean, hell, anybody would. Uh, if it was me, uh, uh, let me think. You know, I would. I would have loved to open up for Mastodon. <laughs> uh, we we brought Mastodon down uh, for his uh, Texas debut uh, last year in Houston, and we had it at the Ava Center. With uh, my boy Johnny Bunn, he he runs the the Virtuosos team mm-hmm. down in Houston. Yeah, him and D- uh, Disco Donnie, they're the ones doing all the driving shows that you've been hearing about in Texas. They did the Kaiwashi Sullivan King, and and uh, they had one with Wooly, and there's there's had a few actually. Yeah. Now, yeah. now, who are your top three? singers of all time or top three artists in general top three singers I like mm-hmm. hmm. huh let me think well James Brown was one of them <laughs> Godfather of soul. Like, I, I, yeah man for real like you know I was uh, listening to like a greatest hits the other day with uh, just driving a car jamming them out with with a uh, with my wife and uh and my wife's like why are you listen james Brown? i said man i said i grew up listening to james when my grandfather would jam the shit out of it you know <laughs> growing up and stuff and uh i liked him growing up uh michael jackson was another one. Oh yeah to me michael jackson is the bar like there's you you yeah. don't get any better in entertainment than that you know oh yeah michael jackson was actually my first concert when i was a kid lucky yeah, my mom took me. Yeah, I, I was so lucky. Yeah, I know. Trust me. I, that's like the holy grails of all shows if you get to see him. You know. Yeah, my, my uh, I, I was fortunate. Yeah, my first concert was Miley Cyrus meet Hannah Montana when the Jonas Brothers was opening up. But who's counting, right? <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> yeah, she's yeah, she's something else now. <laughs> yeah, 
But 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 I always like Miley though. She she's pretty consistent when it comes to the hits. I think she's kind of yeah. underrated a little bit, but she's always brought out the uh, brought out the bangers. Give me one more artist. Uh, well, I mean, Chino Marino from the Deftones. That's like man. That that man makes some of the most sexiest music in the world, man. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Like one of my favorite tracks that he made was back in 2010, off the Diamondized album called uh, "Sex Tape." Man, dude, just the way he just you know hits them notes, them high notes on the hook, man. And you know, it's just it's, I, I met I met my wife because of the Deftones. Uh, we were. Uh, uh, we were in a Facebook page, and you know, where everybody was talking about go, flying out to LA to go see the Dead Sons before you know they were going to go back in the studio make a new album. And so everybody just went to go meet up at the. Uh, oh my god, it's a famous theater in in LA. It's sort of by the Observatory, Observatory uh, by the Griffith uh, Observatory. I can't say it right. Observatorium. Uh, uh, but anyways, it, it was it was a. It's a famous venue. Uh, oh, the Greek, the Greek theater. Sorry, that was it. So yeah, it was going to be at the Greek theater, and uh, yeah, I just I flew out there. She flew in town. We kind of met up, and then me and her, we just kind of vibed, you know, me and my wife. And then you know, we ended up kind of flying back and forth to go see each other. And her dad had a worked for Air Canada, so she would fly over here for like twenty bucks, and just we just fly back and forth to seeing each other, and then eventually we end up getting married. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's for the it's because of the Deftones, man. You know, my wife was in one of their music videos as well. Oh wow! So. <laughs> I was about to say, yeah, congratulations on your on your wedding. How was it, by the way? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was amazing, man. We got married in Halloween. Oh, nice! Thank God it was before yeah, yeah, it was, all this yeah. COVID crap. Almost a year now. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It was it was a few years ago, man. It was yeah when when we had ours, man. We uh, had it in uh, Canada. Um, we had it in Toronto out there because that's where she's from her, her, you know, and, and uh, she's Italian. And uh, so she comes from a, like an old school Italian family. Like, like her, her grandparents on both sides were from the old country. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So we, it, it was nice, man. Her, her parents went all out, bro. And when I mean all out, I mean all out, like it, it could have been on my platinum weddings. Hey, that's how you do it. <laughs> Yeah, man. So like, I, I I was just, hey, I showed up. I made sure I was clean. I was look fresh, I like that. And I just told after mom, where do you want me? <laughs> like this, <laughs> you know. I just did my part, man. And you know, everybody had a really good time, and it was like one of the most amazing days of my life. Everything was perfect that day, as it should be. Now, right. I cannot go through with this podcast without saying. R.I.P. Van Halen. He just died. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Today, a couple of minutes before our podcast, actually. Um, you know, yeah, talking about a legendary guitar guy like Jesus Christ. Yeah, I know, man. Like, man, dude, like, it's it's just crazy, man. Like, <laughs> him him and Rock, man, like, they're, them two were just dynamite together because like i remember because like i'm born in 81 mm-hmm. so i got I, I got to see a little bit of van halen you know back you know then when i was a little little kid and i remember all that stuff you know and i remember thriller and all that crap 
Well, it's not yeah. crack, but you know. What I mean. yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, but yeah, I, but I just remember, you know, going, you know, going through seeing all that whole era, man, and they, they were just they were amazing. He was, he was, because remember he did uh, he did the guitar playing to Michael Jackson. Yeah. 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 Yeah, in fact, speaking of losses, man, um, uh, the the dubs that world just lost a legend, man. We lost the uh, uh, Cookie uh, Monster, yeah. man. He he was a yeah, man. He was a, a definite, you know. He's definitely going to be missed, man. And uh, it it's it's it just really sucks because because like in this industry, you know, it's. Even though it's a big country, but in this industry, it's it's kind of small. You know what I mean? Like it, like like the groups, like we're, we're like we all like a lot of us know each other because we'll book a lot of the same guys again in the future for other shows and stuff in different cities and everything. So we, we'll run into each other a lot. Like uh, like like when I'll see you know like Al Ross, you know, we're like, hey, what's up? You know, was you know if I see Murda, you know, like we automatically you know like what up, dude? You know, it's it's cool. You know, like we all know each other, so. Like when I, and, you know, I, I like, you know, consider them like as, as, you know, friends and stuff. So, you know, when you saw, like, you know, when you see all your friends, you know, crying and mourning o- over a friend they lost, man, you feel really terrible for them, man. And, you know, it's just, I, I had some friends calling me, you know, crying and stuff when they found out about it, man, because it's, it, it was, it was a huge, huge loss to, to the definitely he's, he's, yeah, yeah, you know, and he's going to be really, really missed, man. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's just now yeah, on a lighter note. What are your three favorite movies of all time? Oh, okay. All right. Uh, three favorite movies. Okay, so I love okay Animal House. Classic. Uh, yeah. Uh, and let me think. What is another one that I can just sit down and Nightmare on Elm Street. The tri- I love them all. Like, really, oh. I'm I'm more of a Jason guy. I'm more of a Jason Halloween guy. So, I got no man. Fred, me and dude, dude, uh, bro. I have I have like Mondo posters in my studio room, autograph signed by like the entire cast. <laughs> <and shit. laughs> yeah, like when I when I went to L.A., I went to the actual Freddy Krueger house and took oh, a wow. picture. Oh <laughs> wow! Yeah. Yeah, and and then uh, my all time favorite movie is Monster Squad. Monster Squad, that's a good. That is my all time. Yeah, 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 yeah. It came out back in the eighties, man. And uh, it's funny because, like, uh, I, I'm in a like a, like a couple of clips of their documentary that they made about the movie Monster Squad. It's called Wolfman Got Nards, and I went to a, a special viewing that they're taping for the documentary, and uh, yeah, I was. It was running you can see me in it and everything i was like because i went to a special viewing for the documentary and i'm sitting i was like holy shit there i am right there <laughs> you know you you kind of look at yourself in the big screen and you're like yeah that's funny that's kind of crazy yeah that's legit <laughs> man that's legit well it was fun talking to you yoshi you know he hit me up yeah he, yeah he was too. like hey i got you know the homeboy if you want to i can hook you up with that interview and i was like bet do it <laughs> you know press play you know, <laughs> yeah, 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 not a problem. Definitely, definitely. Keep just keep keeping EDM alive, man. When, yeah, man. That yeah, yeah. Like you know, shit. Shout out to the entire Nocturnal Waves team. 
virtuosos, you know, full grind, prime, you know, baked up, you know, you know, rage cage, primal productions. You know, if I forgot you, I'm sorry, you know, but yeah, you know, shout out to all of them. All, you know, like it's, it's just, it's all a collective of us, you know, we just keep get out there, keep grinding, you know, just do what we can, man, to bring people together, you know, because it's, you know, it's what we're, what's what we're trying to represent, what we call player, yeah. you know. What I mean? And I mean, like, you know, at the end of the day, it's, you know, all for one, one for all, you know, we all put each other on, you know, I like right. that Southern hospitality, you know, I'm very proud of my state. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's one thing we do. Yeah, yeah. It's it's we, we do because I noticed like because when I go out to California, uh, they're oh, not like that out there. At all, man. They're not. And and, and don't get me no, started no, about no, Florida. It's, Florida, they're that. My uh, it's funny because the modeling community is really really good in Texas, and I interviewed some models from Florida, and they've had their tires slashed. They've been giving out wrong addresses like it's every girl for himself and I was like it's not out like that out here you know wow that's wild <laughs> yeah I guess you know we are just something special out here man we just you know we're, we're like you know we figure you know hey let's let everybody eat you know uh, what's yeah. wrong with that I like because you know if eat. like I tell you know? all my friends if I get on you get on if you get on I get on so it's really a two way we can't lose <laughs> Right, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because that's the way I would say, if you're sitting at my table, you're going to eat too. Definitely, you know definitely. I mean? so that's, just, that's, just, that's just, the, that's just, you know, yeah. that's our well, motto. Well, congratulations on your marriage. Hopefully, you know, one, one day we can talk again. Oh, thank you, and man. like I said, get some rest because next year, no sleep. <laughs> oh, God. Dude, bro, it's already starting because right now we have our, uh, first drive-in show that we're doing in Orlando, Florida uh, next weekend, actually. It's going to be October the 17th and 18th. It's called uh, Endless Summer. It's going to be uh, at the Club Ace. Uh, it's going to be, uh, like I said, on uh, October the 17th and 18th. And day one, we got Virtual Riot, Mode Step, and Bandles. And then for direct support, we got uh, Auto wow. B2B with Warren Twins. And yeah, and then uh, day two, we got uh, Champagne Drip, Schlump, SFAM, and Rekno. And man, it's, it's going to be a good time. It ticket, so if anybody out there can hear me in Florida, you know, hurry up and get your tickets now. Cause nice, nice. <laughs> I'll probably try to make my way out there too. <laughs> <laughs> definitely definitely well, but it's, like i said it's been a pleasure talking to you man can't wait to talk to you, you too, again man. have a nice day bye yes sir you too bro